Welcome to Prim and Proper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. So Marinella, officially September 23rd marks one year since we launched our first episode of this podcast. That's crazy because it doesn't feel like we've done that many episodes, but also a shitload of stuff has changed within a year, so... Yeah, it's a little, it's it's so How trippy, conflicting. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very. Well, so today we are kind of reflecting back on that and just reflecting a bit in general on what you can accomplish in a year. Uh, but before we kick off the topic at hand, I do have to give a shout out to my friends here in Chicago. Uh, the ladies uh, that I play softball with, we formed an all-women's team and mm-hmm. we've been playing in a co-ed league. We started two weeks ago, two Fridays ago. So we've had two games, and we have won them both. That's a league of your own, but not really. It's a league of their own. Oh, my gosh. So so funny you said that. We play at a park called Wrightwood, uh-huh. and we had thought about naming our team the Wrightwood Peaches, like as a Lego, you know, because it's yeah, the Rockford yeah. Peaches. If no one has seen a Lego of their own, but you should just like go see it if you haven't seen it. Uh, but instead, we went with Bad Bitch O'Clock because we're big Lizzo <laughs> fans. <laughs> you know, it just if, had the sass we were looking if, for. Yeah, if Lizzo was around back then, they might have been like, ah, uh, we should go with Bad Bitch O'Clock. <laughs> I don't know about this peach thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably would have been like, we'll be the Rockford Babbage O'Clocks. Although the peach emoji, I mean, it's very trending. So imagine really if you is. had that on your jersey. I don't know. You might have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is a good. We do have shirts that say Babbage O'Clock, but a peach emoji on a shirt. I mean, that would have been something. You're right. Uh, I'll workshop it with the team. Maybe we like. <laughs> Have an alternate team on a different night of the week, and we name that the right, Rightwood Peaches. Like a throwback, we'll, we'll like a throwback uniform too. One, oh, one you know, time. there is a theme week in this league because it's like a beer league, right? And there is a theme week. Maybe, maybe we do that for our theme week. As long as you don't wear the skirts, that's too much. That's too much throwback. No, no. bad so, bitches wait, don't wear okay. skirts. So you're in a co-ed league. So typically, does that require you to have a certain amount of male players on the team? And they just are like, well, we're going to throw it out, out the door? Or Yeah, or the so window. typically... You don't throw things it's a, out the door. <laughs> <laughs> typically, it's a minimum of women. So it's like you have to have... Every league is a little bit different. Sometimes it's a ratio of how many women to men. I think this league is typically like a minimum of four women playing okay. each week. Um. I don't know if this league has a male minimum. They did. We did speak to them, and they had no problems with us playing an all-women's team. Yeah. Usually, it's a women's minimum because what they don't want is, like, a team of all dudes with, like, one woman playing and calling it co-ed. Yeah. Right? So, I gotcha. Yep. But we've been pretty dominant, so maybe they'll change the rule for next year. Yeah, they're going to be I'll like, keep too you many women on this team. Got to tone it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so in preparation for this episode, I went back and listened to our very first episode, A Perfectly Imperfect Start. Oof. I don't know if you've listened to it recently or why you would have, but uh, have you by chance? 
I actually accidentally listen to it every time I listen to a new one because it loops back on Spotify <laughs> and it'll start playing yeah. the, the old the oldest one from the beginning and then I'm always just like oh I mean it's not it's not terrible it's just uh, no we have a much better flow now I think I think so well first off I forgot that we did have so much trouble in the beginning just recording an episode so even though we've officially been out for a year we've been like working at this for like a year and a couple of months yeah when did we talk about it we talked about it the june the june before or the july before that too and then all of a sudden we're like all right it's happening yeah i think that that's right we talked about last summer and then we started it in like july or august and it wasn't until september 23rd that we finally got an episode out i think that's about the time frame timeline Um, so yeah, that I totally forgot about and was a little bit of a walk down memory lane. But what other like changes have you noticed since we've started the podcast, like in the podcast itself? Um, I feel like our, our, our top, we struggled with coming up with things to talk about before, more so because I think we put so much importance on what topic we we're going to talk about. And I think we decide a lot quicker now, which makes it like, you know, it's like not it takes the pressure off a little bit to like pick the perfect topic or like you know do it do it right always thinking that we have to do it like right like knock it out of the park now we just do it because we know it's good for us to do it and it's fun and whatever we produce is good i mean yeah yeah i agree we are much quicker at picking the topic i also think we used to we were trying to figure out in the beginning very much like how much research and effort we put in before we record and how much of that we share with each other because I think we were trying to like pre-plan a ton together like I'm gonna say this this and this and you say this that and that and yeah yeah we don't do that we're you know we're like we're friends we uh we know how to talk to each other we should uh I do a little more natural (laughs) took some practicing um but yeah and i think we were very focused on how other people were doing podcasts too like i know i listened to podcasts or youtube videos on how to do a podcast and now Mm -hmm. i I don't really do that because the most inspiration i get is from listening to other podcasts and seeing how much i like them or what i get out of it and then i can kind of see if i want to apply it to us i guess Totally. And there's like so many different types of podcasts, right? There's like, you know, I've listened to podcasts on financial advice or and I know people have podcasts on relationship advice and, you know, mental health advice. And and it's more like advice driven, like I'm an expert and I'm going to give you information on this topic. Um But there's also, and I really enjoy more conversational style podcasts, and I've heard conversational style podcasts described as like, you feel like you're sitting around a table with some friends, like as Mm -hmm. the listener, like that you're sitting around the table with the people that are hosting the podcast, and it's like you're having a chat about something. And I really, I really enjoy those types of podcasts. That's kind of what I gravitate towards. So I, I think that like, that's than what I like the energy I like to bring to our podcast I guess is what I'm trying to say 
Yeah, and I've found that the people that are listening to our podcasts are seeing that, that they're like, oh, I feel like I'm there with you guys. Like, our friends say that, but even even people that I don't really know that well, that, like, I've shared it with at work, um, they're like, I feel like I'm, like, kind of getting to know, like, new people, like, by just listening to this. I don't go out and about, but, like, it's nice to listen to you and Liz. My my coworker Don likes to listen to it. I gave her one of our mugs, and she was like, "Yay!" You know, and it was cute, Aww. and I liked it. So yeah, and I will tell you, like a couple of the podcasts that I regularly listen to are not necessarily people who are famous, right? Because I know that a lot of celebrities have podcasts too, and they'll do like interviews, and they're really interesting. I like those types of podcasts as well. Um, but the ones that are these people who are just kind of conversing on whatever the topic of the week is, you do, you feel like you get to know them. And these are people that are not my friends. They're just podcasts that I found and I enjoy. And yeah, it, it you do develop this interesting connection um, mm-hmm. with them. And I, I, I don't know, again, that's the type of podcast I gravitate toward. So I think it makes sense that like that's the energy I like to bring to, to our podcast. Agreed. Um, I was going to say, I think another change I've noticed is that we seem much more comfortable, but I realized I stumbled over half of what I just said, so maybe that's not true. Just now? Uh, I don't think you did. Did you? Mm. Oh, thanks. I didn't notice. Didn't even... Oh, I've got you so desensitized to my (laughs) stumbling. You don't... That's amazing. Hopefully, I've also, like, lulled the listener into a place where they don't notice all of my mess-ups as well. I was going to say, I, you know what, fuck-ups. That's the word I want to use, and we're going to go with it. They don't know it's my fuck-ups. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think there's, like, a much more – I think you said the word flow earlier. Like, we have a better flow. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Like, I'm just pretty much paying attention now. Before, I was kind of, like, thinking too much doing this, I think. Just like everything else in my life. Just constantly thinking. Now I'm just, like, I'm just going to say whatever shit pops into my brain wherever I am. Yeah. Well, I also think to the point of like us, you know, planning out all these things that we want to touch on and all this like preparation we did for each episode, it it took anything natural out of it, right? Because I was too preoccupied with like, oh, I got to remember to say this and don't forget that point. And instead of just like listening to you and then responding back to whatever you said, I'm like, yeah, 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 that's great. So... <laughs> Let me tell you about this bullet point I have on my piece of paper here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I probably wasn't saying anything too important anyway. I'm not sure. Can't remember. See that? <laughs> Was it memorable? I will also say, as the person who edits, the editing is so much easier. I went back and looked just for, like, the sake of looking. The first couple of edits, uh, episodes... I had over, so if anyone uses GarageBand, which is what I use to edit, like if there's little pieces that you want to cut out, either like big pauses or if we're overlapping and you can't hear both of us talk, you have to like remove and, you know, that little section. And so the the audio file gets broken up into pieces as you do it essentially I don't know how else to describe it there's probably like sound engineers that are listening to my description of this and are like oh my god this terminology is horrible my craft um (laughs) right my craft (laughs) those amateurs butchering everything but I would have like 100 to 120 snips 
on our, you know, in each episode. And now I average like maybe 20 to 30 like cuts or edits. Damn. It's so much quicker. Mm-hmm. What, what are you cutting out less of than you were before? A lot of like pauses, a lot of us talking over each other. Okay. Um, a lot of ums. I don't cut them all out, but when we were the first couple of episodes, we had, you know, like a hundred. I was like, we got to we gotta cut a few of these out. The occasional um, totally normal. I feel like that's conversational, but um, 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 it gets a little yeah. bit, a little might bit have annoying. Might have been the nerves a little bit. Um, it might have been. Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was that was a big part of what I was cutting out early on. Now a lot of the things I cut out are honestly if one of us coughs, because that just is going to happen sometimes. So it's not like you're ever, I don't think, going to have a clean episode where nothing gets removed, right? Like yeah. I've already cleared my throat and coughed once. So that's at least one edit I've got coming my way. Mm-hmm. Up <clears throat> oh. two. Oh. Now you gotta leave that one in for the comedy. Now, <laughs> right? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's what we should now start working at is like some comedy bit around us clearing our throat or coughing, so that I have an excuse to not edit anything out. Yeah, that'd make it a lot easier for you. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners will love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other changes, though, that you've noticed? Um, other changes I've noticed are, for me, when I'm writing those descriptions, um, they're coming a lot more easily. I don't know you why. You are the description queen. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, USF Mass Communication. You've taught me something. <laughs> to keep that shit under 300 words, because that's all the space the newspaper's going to give you. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting, really. Well, for newspaper journalism, yeah, we were given, like... Of course, we thought about it, like, what a blessing. Like, everybody else, like, that I was going to college with was like, I have to write this seven fucking thousand page uh, paper on whatever. And I'm like, my journalism teacher told me to keep it under 300 words, but still deliver the news. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's changed with, like, digital journalism being more prevalent now than print journalism because we're so old that 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 uh, medium has changed slightly um um (laughs) i think it's changed a little bit because i think people are more willing to read on like tablets and whatever else they're doing than instead of before where it was like i gotta go to my desktop computer like when i was in college they were making sure that if you were writing for the internet you wrote a different style and you did um, like shorter paragraphs because they thought that digitally people would see long paragraphs and they wouldn't read them. So they were oh. like, people on the internet are just like, they're looking for something quick. They don't want to spend time. But now, since it's the, primi- pri- like the primary way people read news or not typically looking at a newspaper, I think that that's kind of gone out the door because, I mean... You can read some long newspaper articles or news articles on the internet. Yeah, that's that's very true. I I feel like now the big thing is <clears throat> the title. Like, I remember newspaper titles being very 
um, you know, it wasn't like, what's the term? You didn't have to go viral, right? With like a printed newspaper. So it's like you want to be accurate and concise with the title of the article. Whereas now it feels like you need to try to go viral with it. So you have to have like this kitschy, eye-catching title to an article. Yeah, that's definitely more so because there's that many more hits that they can kind of get rather than you open up uh, you know a newspaper and you're not really looking at much competition you've already po- you've already purchased a newspaper that's what you've got yeah when does our culture just become a meme like when do we just become a meme are we slowly evolving into you know what i mean <laughs> yeah there's uh, you're not on social media but like uh, instagram tiktok reddit they pretty much have replaced like, you can get all your news from that. You don't really need anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember, and this was, okay, this was 2015. You all, you know this, but the listeners don't. I was picked to be a juror on a murder trial. Mm-hmm. But during the jury selection process, one of the questions, so the judge went through a list of like 10 questions that he asked every single potential juror. And one of them was, where do you get your news from? And so many people listed Facebook. And I was assuming they meant, like, which Uh publications. You might have froze. You know, like, do you get them from? Stop hitting record, though, luckily. Um, Oh, no. Brief intermission. Here we go. We're going to blame it on the weather there. We're just yeah, gonna keep at least rolling. this time my iPad's still connected, like no Wi-Fi interruption, so I'm good. How about you? That's good. In the same spot. Yeah, mine is. Oops, mine is still going. Okay, so, so yeah, everyone just... got their news from Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, everyone reported getting their news from Facebook, and I figured we were looking for publications, so I was. Uh, you know, I listed off some publications, but I was, yeah, I was shocked how many people just listed social media as their news source, and this was seven years ago, so I'm sure that's only gone up since then. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, I don't know. Facebook is trash. That's like the, the, the lowest of the low of social media now, so I don't know if anybody's going there for much. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, totally agree. And it's also one of those things, I mean, I guess this is probably true for... I don't know. I don't think this is true if you went directly to a newspaper's site, but certainly with social media, there's like an algorithm involved. So like what it feeds you as far as like what you see is kind of based on, right? Like the stuff you've historically looked at. So you're not getting a very full picture of the news if that's like your primary source. You're getting whatever the algorithm feeds you, right? Yeah, and then... You know, the whole thing of, like, Facebook or whatever outlet can decide what to censor if it is something that they don't support or they prefer something different, which I know a lot of conservatives went the anti-Facebook. I don't know. I don't remember what that other, like, social media outlet was that was created randomly because Facebook was, like, supposedly censoring a lot of stuff that conservatives were saying. Hmm. Maybe rightfully so. I don't know. But that's like that is something you kind of risk with that. Right. 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 Well, I think we're uh, 
<clears throat> on a tangent. Burying here. the lead. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you can't do that. Is Don't that is that, that what is this the right terminology or not to say that we're burying the lead? We're on a tangent, but that's not the same thing, right? Um, my therapist used to say that to me, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was like a holy shit a newspaper. Um, but I think you bury the lead when like you don't bring up something, like you wait to to land the big news instead of yeah, leaving yeah, with it. Yeah. So and I use that wrong. Yeah. Not In surprising. Journalism, they call that that sentence where you actually are like telling the biggest news of the story. They call it a nut graph. What? A yeah, nut graph? it's called a nut graph, and it's like, where's the nut graph of this? And it's like the like the meat of the story, like the most important part. And like, so I don't remember anything about a lead. Like, I have no fucking clue. But I remember being told, like, where's your fucking nut graph in this? Where? What are we talking about? Why didn't you mention it right away? And that was, I think, that's like journalism's burying the lead. Wow, the <laughs> I am. <laughs> I was going to cut out this whole burying the lead discussion because I'm like, man, I got way off track. I used the wrong euphemism, but it did land us with nut graph. And I feel like now we got to keep this in because, you know, nut graph. Very important stuff. It's going to be on Jeopardy for sure. (laughs) Well, back to the topic at hand. My next question for you. (laughs) In this last year, have you noticed like doing this podcast, any changes in yourself? I think in in the last year, I'm just more comfortable with myself. I think that's also what's made it easier to talk on the podcast and say what I think and like actually share the podcast with people outside of our friends because I feel good about the things I have to say. And I don't think I felt that way pre-September 23rd as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to tease out because both of you and I have talked a little bit about the fact that we've done therapy in the last year. I'm still currently in it, but you've done some therapy as well. And so it's hard to kind of tease out like, you know, what are changes from therapy? But I do think that this podcast has absolutely gotten me out of my comfort zone. I'm Mm -hmm. not a person who likes to be in the spotlight or have a lot of attention. And like even me opening up and sharing this with friends was hard because then they listened to it and they would be like, oh, I, you know, and, and even though they all said lovely things, it was still getting comfortable with like that level of attention mm-hmm. that I was receiving from them that I wasn't used to. And I have started opening up to other people as well about it. And so, yeah, I think it's kind of helped me expand my comfort zone a bit. Do you, do you feel that people are listening to the podcast and then asking to talk about the stuff, we t- the things that we talk about? Sometimes. I think it really yeah. just depends what the topic is. I've definitely had friends, you know, bring up something that we've talked about and we've chatted more on it, you know, between us. Um, other times I think they're just like, oh, I, you know, like this episode. I agree. Or I thought, you know, it's not necessarily a conversation. They're just commenting. Yeah. They listened and letting me know. How about you? Same. Yeah, same for me. I think people are, are listening. And sometimes I can tell, like, somebody's listened and they have, like, some kind of thing they want to bring up, but maybe the comfort's not there. And for me, like, mm. I'd like people to be comfortable to, to talk to me about what I say or, or, like, tell me something that they relate to a lot of times. And I think that maybe with time, that's probably where, like, I would like it to go. 
Yeah, and I, I bet it will as they start to get to know you a little more through the pod. Yeah. And I in real life. I think IRL. some people are shocked a little bit. They're like, who is this human being? <laughs> Who's this professional girl is out the door. Actually, no, my professionalism is trash, too, now at work, I think. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me about that. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have to apologize to anybody. You're right. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> um, so one of the changes that I guess is not necessarily, I don't know if I would call it a change, but one of the things I was thinking about was time passes so quickly regardless like time just flies by when i think about it um but when you do something and make a habit of it you know we have close to 50 episodes published like that's bonkers to me when we started this last year that would not have seemed like an achievable goal to me we were having such trouble just recording one and publishing it the idea of like being able to be consistent and that a year from now we would have this many published and I know we haven't we've had to miss weeks for different reasons we missed last week you were out of town um but I think that just if you set your mind to be consistent with something time will fly by no matter what but you can make a habit um yeah, I, I don't know. I guess there's just like this, wow, I've made a habit and I've really produced don't something. Don't freeze, son of a bitch. <laughs> you got to call me back again, I think, or maybe I got to call you. Am I back? You are back. You Okay, you're back. I'm back. Hey. Wow. <laughs> that was weird. It was like It was like a white screen, and then all of a sudden, you know, like in a horror movie when somebody's face is like pressed against the wall and they start coming out of the wall oh yeah that's you know pretty what I, mean? cool. I wish no, wish we had gotten it on video me too but that would have definitely ruined the internet connection <laughs> oh man i might have to leave this part in so listeners we have been having we i have been having connectivity issues and so the facetime with marinella just keeps crashing this week so We'll leave that one in, my horror, my horror return, horror face wall return. Yes. And if you have any other suggestions on how to video chat that's more, uh, or more or less video, I guess. Bandwidth? Something Gosh, you would think, you know, you think we would have expanded our te- technological terminology in this last year. <laughs> Anybody with a video camera in Chicago that can connect to a video camera in florida oh man call us on our telephone (laughs) (laughs) one change that has not occurred is being any more tech savvy than we were a year ago no Uh, that's not true we actually are a little bit more tech savvy i am but just not with this kind of shit i don't know why it's like uh it's the apps they're not for me yeah i i know i i do (laughs) I remember when I was a kid and I would not oh, yeah, really get that frustrated, again. but I would get frustrated with my mom when she didn't know how to do something. I'm like, how do you not know? It's just this, this, and this. And now I am my mom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how does technology work? How do I make this happen? What does this button do? <sighs> yeah. I watched uh, one of the people that work for me 
repair a machine with masking tape, whereas I placed a service call. I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna try. To, I'm not gonna try to fix that. And she's like, "Look, I fixed it." And I was like, "Oh, oh you put some, okay, tape it up. All right, it's like duct tape fixes everything. Spray some Windex on it. Call it a day." Oh yeah, I love a good Windex solution. <laughs> so, any other changes you have noticed in this past year? In the podcast or just in general? In your, sorry, I guess, yeah, in yourself was more. But also, if you had anything left in the podcast, I, I uh, moved on from that. It was more focused on us. Yeah, that's, let's but. let it go on that part. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel better in the last year. I think it's reflected in my space. I've had a lot of shit go down in this condo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's all repaired. I feel more comfortable here. I've uh, drawn some hard lines and some interactions that I've had with people in my life. And I think it's all worked out in the last year for sure. Yeah. So I, it's interesting you talk about your space because one of the things I have on here for changes myself is that like I've gotten more creative and I like took a drawing class and I'm going to take another one this winter. And I'm redoing my apartment because my space doesn't feel like it's me anymore. And I want to make it feel like it's me. I actually have a couch getting delivered tomorrow morning. Oh, shit. What are you going to do with the old one? It's like all torn up from Walter. So I don't even think I could donate it. So I'm just getting rid of it. I think they have a something in or this is off topic, but in Orlando they have like a couch race. People like put wheels on couches and decorate them, and they race them down some kind of hill in Sanford. Oh my god, I love this! Yeah, this is is it like an annual event or is it like every Saturday? I think it's annual. I don't know if anybody's got enough couch time for that shit every Saturday, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, another great for it, a good way for it to go out. But that would have been a fantastic way for it to go out. Another <laughs> option and another couch related story. Uh, I went to West Virginia University and they are known for burning couches after football games. After they win a football mm-hmm. game, they burn couches. Now, don't ask me uh, why, because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a big thing to burn couches at WVU. So that would have been another, could have gone out in a blaze of glory after it won the race down the hill. Could have done both, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, fuck. That would have been the winner for sure, because nothing would go faster than a person on a flaming couch. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'd be like, yeah, hell on wheels. Oh, man. If Chicago weren't flat, Chicago is so effing flat, mm-hmm. it would be, I mean, I might consider just trying to pull it off here, but I don't even know where I would go to find a hill. Just isn't an I, option. You're on the second floor. Just throw it out the window. <laughs> Are you on the second floor? Yeah, right. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a first floor, but I'm like a height up. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's like a weird, I'm not even with the ground. So it's, a, it's a, I could throw it out a window. I mean, it'd be kind of anticlimactic. I think it would just, <laughs> but just like, yeah. Yeah. And it'd be done. Uh, but I, I mean, it could theoretically do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe somebody else needs that couch or the dump. I don't know. 
<laughs> Any see. other changes to yourself? I mean, I lost some weight. I think I lost some weight in a year for sure. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know if that's, that could be stress. I don't know what that was, but it's been a, it's happened. I've like looked back on some pictures. I was like, oh yeah, I think I lost some, some pounds. That's Maybe awesome. a little more smiley. I don't know. Just, that's it. It's been a good year. I, uh, the only other thing I have on my list for, as far as changes in myself is, you know, I've been working on incorporating yoga into my life more Mm. and I definitely noticed that my back feels a little bit because a lot of yoga is like spinal work right so it's like my back feels a little bit stronger and I do feel like my posture has improved although right now I'm like leaning over looking at you but in general I feel like my posture has improved like my shoulders are a little further back and I feel like I have more range of motion in like my shoulders and my back so again, it kind of goes back to that. It's interesting if you get consistent with something, time is going to fly by regardless, but you can really, the changes are fucking crazy when you look at like a year of consistently doing something. Yeah, I wonder what would happen if I consistently did something really challenging for a year, like really challenging. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in mind? <laughs> I don't know. The baseboards were pretty challenging. Maybe I could have built a house. Could have done it. Could have been done. You know, those time-lapse videos, if you ever go on YouTube, there are, like, time-lapse videos of people building, like, a cabin from trees in a wood in, like, a year. And it's mind-blowing what someone could do with an axe in a year. I watch it just out of, like, pure amazement. Not that I'm going to go, like, replicate it. I would love to do that. The uh, lumberjack lesbian in me. Uh, wants that very badly but you know I know how to use an axe I think I've told you this before Um, or a sledgehammer was a sledgehammer yeah sledgehammer for sure but something tells me you also do know how to use an axe (laughs) so that's not surprising Oh, well, I feel like this episode is going to be a little bit shorter, which I somewhat anticipated. Um, Any final closing thoughts? Shout out to our girl, Martha. Love you. Still do. Here later. Yeah, I don't know. We probably couldn't have done half of these episodes without Martha. Let's be honest. Like. I know. She's, She's invigorated our lives. <laughs> she invigorated. That's the best. She has invigorated our lives. Yeah. I don't have much more to add. I think it's been a great year. I'm enjoying every part of doing this. Um, and I, I think we can only improve from here. You know, maybe that Instagram is going to go a little bit more smoothly for me. It's not been my strong suit. And maybe we'll get some music. Right? That's something oh, we yeah, about. yeah. We do need to get that. I need to get on that. So exciting things to come. We promise. We promise some of these will come. Even if I have to get one of those little, what is it, a xylophone or a glockenspiel? Uh, yeah. Or I'm def- just like make yeah. a couple sounds. Yep. A xylophone. She, I, you are miming playing the xylophone for <laughs> anyone who can't see our FaceTime right now. And it's brilliant. <laughs> I love that you're only doing it with 
one hand as it should only be played with like one hand and one is it a mallet is that what the the hitting thing is called on a xylophone i don't know that was the instrument to have when we were in music class and i wanted it and i did not want that fucking egg shaker or tambourine i was like this is not for me i'll get out my recorder we'll we'll workshop a a little too You on the xylophone, me on the recorder. I think the next episode is just going to be us recording music. And I'm sorry ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be so brutal. But hey, I did stop singing to the audience. So we've made some musical improvements. You're just going to have to suffer through our, you know, xylophone recorder session. That'd be fine. Yeah. Jam session. All right. Well, uh, we will catch you next week, everyone. Liz is throwing up a peace sign. That means we're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) We're out. Good night.